across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Steffi Callister. Cambridge 105 Radio. It's Steffi Callister, Cambridge 105 Radio Drive. Caroline Clark, thank you for coming into the studio to join us. Um, Simprins, a Cambridge startup company. Tell us a bit more about it. Yeah, hi Steffi. Hi. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so Simprint started about five years ago. Um, it was led by four founders as a spin-off from the University of Cambridge. And working in the humanitarian sector, um, looking at how we can... Um, provide aid and other services to people in developing nations where perhaps they don't have identification. So since 1990, um, the rate of extreme poverty in the world has dropped from about 35% to 10%. So we've made some really great progress there. But it's in that last 10% that we're really struggling to get all of the services that people need and that's often due to a lack of identification so the things we take for granted here around birth certificates driving licenses all of those things that are kind of centrally issued identifications countries around the world don't have those in place so who does the most help so it's people in countries across Africa and Asia. Um, for instance, we work with projects in Bangladesh providing maternal health. So child is born and they don't have a birth certificate. How can we enrol them into immunisation programmes? So how does it work, basically? <laughs> so we create a fingerprint scanner. Right. We use biometric technology, um, fingerprints at the moment, and we're investigating what we can do with camera as well. Um, and... We collect the fingerprints from the parents, the adults, and enrol them into programmes and then go back and use the fingerprint to identify the person. So for subsequent visits, we can prove that it's the same person receiving that service. That's amazing. The technology must be astounding. Yeah, so the fingerprint technology has been around for many years but it's constantly improving um, and that's something that we're investing in at the moment with research and development into how we can really optimize the accuracy of fingerprints um, one thing that's very different about the context that we work in is the people um, who we're taking fingerprints of are manual workers so quite often they have missing or oh, worn course, fingerprints yes. and that presents its own challenges around how can we accurately identify those people so um, the technology has to be um, very optimised to work in those conditions, to also work in conditions um, of extreme environment, so temperature, humidity, dust, all of those factors. So our scanner has been built for rugged environments. What countries are you currently operating in? We have projects at the moment in Bangladesh and Ethiopia, um, and we've got ones kicking off in Tanzania this year. You must have some good news stories, you know, how the company has helped. Have you seen some really good results? Yes. So um, the programmes that we're working on at the moment, we've got one in Ethiopia where we're working with the Ministry of Health. Um, we've conducted a census and we're looking at rolling out um, with our implementation partners a programme where we can treat um, a worm infection. And if we can reach a critical mass of people that have received this treatment, then we can actually break the transmission person to person and that will completely eradicate that illness. And at the moment, that illness is a cause of... Um, sorry, that worm is a cause of illness and 
actually deaf as well. Now you presumably have, because it's so techy, a quite a young workforce. Um, it's also a not-for-profit. You know, it's quite an ethical thing to work in in this day and age, isn't it? Why do people join you? So I think we're all drawn by the mission. Um, so to transform the way that the world fights poverty um, and to ensure that all of the aid and the services reach the intended beneficiaries. Um, for me, it was very closely in alignment with my personal values um, of treating everybody equally. And I think that probably extends as the reason for the majority, like all of my colleagues as well. Um, it's definitely different from where I've worked before in the private sector. As a non-profit, you have to accept that there are um, certain things that um, are going to be different about the company. <laughs> Less pay, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, not-for-profit. How do you get funding? So, yeah, that is a challenge for us. And at the moment, we're looking for funding partners that can help us scale up. And um, the traditional forms of funding that would be available to us, um, like VC and development funding, we, we can't access. So we're looking for organisations that would want to invest in us for social good. Right. So the government don't give you any help, do they? Um, the we, If we're as part of a consortia working on projects, then some of the funding does come from government. So that's that's on the basis of working on a project. But what we need really is the catalytic funding to help us scale from where we are currently to to reach even more projects and people. And you're based here in Cambridge. That's right, yeah, the Science Park. If anybody wants to get in touch, anything more, <laughs> if they're interested in a job or anything like that, um, how do they get in contact? Uh, they can reach out via our website, which is simprints.com. We have all of the available postings, um, careers on there, so check it out. Caroline, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Delighted to hear about it. Thank you. Cambridge One.